everybody. Welcome back to A Higher Future. I'm Yubi Sinietti from Interview IA. And today I've got a, a great guest continuing the conversation around, you know, the, the future of work and how everything has just been impacted <laughs> in so many ways. Um, so first of all, Sean Herring, uh, VP, Head of Marketing at PandaDoc. I think most of you know PandaDoc. Um, so first of all, welcome. How are you? I'm doing great. Yubi, how about yourself? Doing really good. Doing really good. Yeah, just, uh, just, just, it, you know, just been fascinating to watch all of the different changes um, and adaptations, right, that have come out of uh, the last year and a half. Um, but first of all, let's before we kind of dive into that. I mean, tell us a little bit about PandaDoc. Like, what's going on? What What has PandaDoc done to adapt to the last year and a half? Uh, well, there's been a lot. Uh, I think <laughs> us, along with a lot of other companies, have seen not only external changes, but internal ones. Uh, and so we've, we have seen a lot of growth in different areas, and it's been at kind of this request and this need from the market of they need more help with their internal documents, like compliance, HR, onboarding, recruiting, the need has skyrocketed because we're virtual at this point. So if you weren't doing it already, you need a digital footprint there. But also we've seen a, a significant increase on the external documents, proposals, quotes, contracts, things that go outside the org. This massive need of the last, I'm gonna say what's happening pre-pandemic, but the pandemic definitely accelerated things. Mm -hmm. um, the increased need of all these documents, you need better workflow, you need better insights about those documents. You need to be able to produce those documents fast. We see that need really spike and increase, but you need to do all of that with the end user experience, like being good, right? Both on the sender and the receiver side. So we've been solving that problem for the last seven years, mm -hmm. but we've seen the last four to five, it's really just taken off. Uh, and it's even further accelerated up in the last year and a half with everybody yeah. going virtual. Yeah, no, I mean, that's a great point, right? It, you know, it's, it's with everybody working virtually now, you know, you, because I, I see it at interview IA, right? Like, it, it, where do we, first of all, it's just document storage. Let's start there for a yeah. second, right? Like, where the heck is all our stuff? <laughs> and, and it, it's, you know, it, it ends up being like three or four different places sometimes. And how do you go find that? How do you collaborate? Uh, on a document without having three different versions of that thing floating around. And um, so, so that, to your point, is it, and even more so dynamically changing, like almost every day, right? Like the need for, for structure around that. And, um, yeah. and, and so th this, th this, you guys have a press release coming out, I think in a mm -hmm. couple of weeks or about a week around this integration with Zoom. Talk about that because you know, what, what's interesting to me um, and, and what, you know, getting into a discussion about DE&I, right, diversity, equity, inclusion, equal opportunity um, mm -hmm. for, for people, it, it, this is a big part of that because, you know, I think of small businesses um, from minority or, or underrepresented groups who, who don't necessarily have access to technology to help them get agreements signed, right? So it's literally mm -hmm. impacting their business. How, how are you all trying to solve for that? Well, I think uh, the first thing we did uh, right when the pandemic hit last mm -hmm. year, 2020, um, we launched a free 
product to allow people to get documents signed. If you just want to sign a document and that's really all yeah. you need, we wanted to make sure that especially small and medium-sized businesses that were being hit really hard could just yeah. keep the lights on, right? So we launched this free product and what we saw was we're well on our way to 350,000 people that are using it, but people just want a way to better do documents. Like yeah. it seems overly cumbersome. I have a document over here. I got a cut and paste over there. And Yubi, you mentioned something. Uh, we have seen it increase significantly. The number of people involved in documents, mm-hmm. the amount of processes that have changed with documents, the data that's changing, right? A price might change or a person might change or a name or a title. Like mm-hmm. everything has gone into a constant flow state. And so when it comes to documents, think about it. What do you think of a document? It's like a static, always flat type of thing. Piece of paper, yeah. Everything else around those documents is changing and it's accelerated over the last 18 months. Yeah. So how do you keep up with that? That's that's what we've been really, really focused on. And we love to see what the small businesses are doing with it is they're really embracing it. They're just leaned right into it. Well, and you think, you know, when you've got a computer in your hands and you're walking everywhere you go, right? And, and, you know, an opportunity presents itself to close business. Gosh, wouldn't it be nice to just quickly and easily be able to, boom, here you go, you know, and, and it's that, and that's what I, I love about technology and how we've just seen in the last, to your point, 12, 18 months alone, the, the impact that technology can have in a good way, right? Because I think, you yep. know, there's it's a lot of discussions around AI and ethics and technology and, and, how maybe it's it's causing more problems than good, but in in reality, it can be such an amazing support to especially for something that we're all going through right now. Uh, yeah, this huge change. It's it's in you know I, I keep referring to it as a once in a lifetime opportunity, and you know before we hit record, you said it's definitely a point in history where we're all going to look back at this because it was so impactful yeah i mean everything has changed and you you mentioned the zoom integration that's one example of i think back to two years ago how prevalent was zoom like you just having that conversation and people knowing exactly what you're talking about so when you start to look at how quickly we've we've taken things from a description to a verb right like Mm -hmm. well now if you've changed the way you behave your daily work is via zoom like we're, we're trying to figure out, all right, well, if you're, you're already doing it, well, how do we fit your document workflow into that? And that's kind of where we start to lean into this. Everybody's going as quickly to real time as possible. Yep. You have to be as dynamic as possible, whether it's with a document or just the interaction. And we're seeing a lot of people jumping on this and, and really pushing their business forward uh, in this time space. So uh, yeah. we've enjoyed it. And that's why we're excited to launch this with, with Zoom. Yeah. And, and the other integrations that we've done is just make it more real time. Everybody wants it. Well, yeah, I think that that's exactly it. it. It's funny because even though we're all at home in our offices, our home offices, it's like it's it's given us it's almost sped up everything and, and the need for everything yep. uh, more so than before. Uh, and so to your point, like, yeah, how do we how do we ad- adapt to that how do we get things done faster because we can now um and and there there is a sense of 
stress relief in that, um, the ability to get those things done faster. I mean, there's certainly stress on the other side of, oh my God, oh, I've got yeah. 25 more things <laughs> I, I can do now, but you know, it's, so how do you, um, you know, how do you, first of all, kind of build a team around that now, right? So you're used to building teams of all sizes. Mm -hmm. How, how has the last 12, 18 months impacted your mindset around how to build a team now? Uh, in our particular case, uh, it, it changed my mindset on our structure in that the entire organization was going remote. We decided as a, as a company that we were going to be a remote first company. And that, that means you have to look at at your teams differently, not just your internal team, but the, the teams outside of your department. And so we started looking at it, uh, specialization became even more important. Mm -hmm. Like we have to have people that are so good at what they do, they can teach others, like that kind of specialization. Sure. Uh, we found that a generalist mentality, I, I was never a fan of it if you're in a scaling organization, it's better to have people that are really good at certain things versus some people that are really okay at everything. Yeah. This has just fully increased that. So when I look at people now to join the team, I'm looking at them not just to like do a job, but actually to teach us what we should. Like, mm. I'm so good at it. I'm going to teach you that you are only thinking about 50% of the problem. I could bring another 50% because I'm that good at it. Right. Like, that's what my mind has shifted to is specialization. Um, going really deep instead of broad in, in the hiring and the skill set. Uh, but also starting to match teams. Um, I think one of the things that I've I've seen in past teams is uh, you want to complement teams. Some teams are really good at process. Some teams mm -hmm. are really good at a narrative or storytelling, but they're not good at process. And so you want the teams to kind of work together in some way, shape or form. Yeah. And right now I look at, um, we have to invest even more in keeping the teams together Mm -hmm. because we're so distributed. So we're actually investing more in like project management. We're investing more in our meetings um, and as much as we can getting together. Yeah. We just had to. And so I look for people that can actually do that and not get burned out by it. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's cool. It, it's, and I hadn't thought about that shift from generalization to specialization. That's really interesting because um, yeah, I mean, you're, you're exactly right, especially when we're seeing, you know, uh, the kind of some of the older generations who are like, you know what, uh, I'm gonna leave now, <laughs> I'm retiring now. So you, you're, we're, there's just like this mass exodus of knowledge, mm -hmm. and so how do you backfill that, or how do you either keep it or quickly relearn it um, for the younger generations who are coming into the workforce? Uh, because th that's that's a big deal. That's, that's a loss. That's, it's not just the loss of people. It's, it's that IP and it's, it's that history. Um, yeah. That can be super helpful. Uh, yeah. You're, it's funny you say that like we're in the business of documents, but there's so right. much that isn't documented. Right. Yeah, exactly. Right? Like, and that's, and that's part of human nature, but you're sure. right. You know, if you have that leaving um, the need for specialization gets even more critical. Because yeah. now you, you can't say, oh, just pass me over your file. Like I can, I'll, I'll know everything that you've had over the last five, 10, 15 years across everything. 
Right. It's going to be like, well, I can figure it out, right? Yeah. Instead of I know it, I can figure it out. And you go right. deep in figuring it out. Uh, so that's why you need people that know where to look. You need people to tell you what to get out of their way. Uh, mm -hmm. And so I have seen my hiring change from we could do with more generalists to start to just figure things out yeah. to just going straight to specialization. Yeah. 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 So, and, and to get there, you know, it's, it's about all of this sort of falls under this, this umbrella of structure, right? Like it, mm -hmm. it's, you have to, you know, really look at your current processes and understand where that lack of structure is hurting you now. Cause it, it's, it's, it's blown wide open because of this situation that we're in post COVID Every, there's a light shining on everything and and the best way to start fixing that is structure and then that's what i love about the work that pandadoc's doing that's what i love about what we're doing for interviews right it's it's you know how do you know you're you're, you're talking and, and asking the right questions mm -hmm. uh, of candidates be, you know because there's 17 different documents and questions that you could everywhere right that you could choose from when we're in reality, we should just have one that we've all agreed on as a team are the right questions to ask to know if we're hiring the right specialist. Uh, and, and where do I find that? And where does that store? And how do we evaluate all the candidates equally? And you know, then we get into you know, these, these diversity and inclusion conversations. Um, how, for, for PandaDoc, you know, those conversations, were they always there? How has that changed? uh over the last 12 months you know since george floyd's murder and and you know the social unrest and just this spotlight on how almost every law or process or procedure whether it's in the community or in our companies has could maybe have somehow you know <laughs> been a part of that oppression and that inequality mm -hmm. You're, you're hitting something that's very interesting for us. We, uh, we have a lot of people in a lot of different countries and, and different cultures. Mm -hmm. And so we have to be, we've always been sensitive to the fact that we have different people that experience different things in their lives just to begin with. So it's not just all one location. Uh, but once we started going virtual, once we started with everything that happened in 2020, there was a myriad of things. Like every week there was something new. Uh, we, we, we implemented a change from the executive team out and it really came from the co-founders of we actually changed our culture code to include empathy. Mm -hmm. and we actually instituted that and it wasn't just writing on the wall because uh, yeah. we didn't have walls, right? So there's no digital <laughs> right. wall that we could just, right. like a normal company just puts their, their values up. But what we did was like, everybody really rallied on that and you can see people just wanting to be able to empathize and have a different perspective, not just on your own. And that sunk into the organization really deep all the way down. Uh, and what was great is uh, our head of HR pulled that through into the recruiting team uh, and was like, you know, we need to be more empathetic. We need to be looking at what we're doing. And she was already pushing for us to, to look at the diversification of our workforce, not just in location, but in all aspects. Mm -hmm. And it, it just complemented it really, really well. Yeah. And so what we saw was it, it's come all the way through. We already had somewhat of a focus on it, but it's almost like last year was a MBA in empathy. Yeah, and, a great way to look you at know, it. 
and that's and we all learned from it and so now we're implementing that i love that i love that yeah that it's uh, yeah that we we kind of took the same approach even in our trainings you know we were doing while we were building interview ia we were conducting bias and empathy trainings leading with empathy because that's where you know it's, it starts with understanding your own biases and then learning how to navigate empathy um, you know, to, to strengthen connections with people, especially those people you're not used to. And, and that's, that's the biggest thing. Well, um, different cultures. Um, yeah. now you have no interest. I mean, I, there's people on our teams that we still haven't met that right. they've been working for us for a year. Right. And I have people that I haven't met yet, even though I've talked to them every day. Yeah. Uh, so it's really hard to go from that short twist of, yeah, you can be one person and it's not an issue. And that's how you build relationships to 100% virtual all at once for everybody. Uh, that empathy is really hard to build through a screen. Exactly. And, yeah. and we're all, right. and we all have to adjust to it, right? And yep. we're figuring it out, but you, you start to see that get incorporated in everything. But thankfully, it sounds like companies uh, like yours and ours, we're, we're trying to be so intentional around it that yes. it, we don't lose sight of it. Right. That's yeah. a lot. There's a lot of initiatives that are like, yeah, we should do that. Right. Versus it's an ongoing discussion. That's what I like that's happened in the last 18 months. Yeah. I think you're, that intentionality that, that, that right there is, I think the key, it, it's got to be a priority and it has to be intentional and authentic. Um, and so that's awesome. Well, so one, here's your chance for a mic drop. What, what, <laughs> what is the future of work in your, in your mind? You know, where are we going? Just in it kind of in general. Uh, we're, we've already seen it happening pre-pandemic. Pandemic just accelerated a couple of different things, but it it's still going towards, there is going to be a constant dynamic or fluid approach mm-hmm. to business and work. How things work, not just the documents, but everything around business, you're going to see the need, not just for lip service on real time, not just the, the understanding of, oh, things might change. They're going to, it's inevitable. And now they're changing so fast that you're, you need to react more in real time. Your business needs to, everything around your business needs to. Uh, and so that's what we see. We've been seeing, we've been placing our bets on uh, as a company, as well as personally. Like I truly believe everything's so much more dynamic that mm-hmm. uh, that's where companies are going. That's where business is going. And the ones that are succeeding now, look at what they're doing. They're embracing the dynamic environment. Yeah, awesome. Great mic drop. <laughs> love it. Well, Sean, and thank you so much. Uh, love this conversation. Uh, what, what, so tell everybody really quick the, the, what's coming out in the, the press release, um, I think on the 18th or something like that. What's, what's that bit of news? Yeah, uh, we're, we're integrating with Zoom. So okay. as much as you're doing a call, uh, we want to facilitate the ability to not just do a call, but actually to do a document during mm-hmm. the call, right? So we wanted to facilitate the integration so that so many people are trying to this done. Instead of saying, hey, send me that, email me that after this, or I'd love to get a link at some point in time, you could treat it more like a real-time interaction. And so that integration with Zoom facilitates that. Uh, and that's what we're trying to, to get across in, in multiple platforms. Uh, but awesome. this integration that we're announcing is the Zoom one in particular. Okay, perfect. Awesome. Well, yeah, look for that. Um, And thank you, Sean. This was a great Mm -hmm. conversation. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you, Yubi.
Absolutely. And thank you all for continuing to tune in to A Higher Future. Um, check us out on uh, our website and a lot of different streaming platforms like Spotify and, and Apple uh, Podcasts. So thank you all very much. See you next time. Thank you.